Dear baby girl, what's up? Oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this, but I was just about done recording this episode when I don't know what I did. I don't know what I pressed with my ear. <laughs> Literally, my ear, because I do this on my phone. But uh, YouTube videos came up and then it was not recording and I don't know how long it was not recording. And okay, here we go. Second time's the charm. Anyway. We are now mid to end January, right? And a lot of our initial uh, new year, new me motivation is gone. Either gone or dwindling. And it's normal. If your motivation has not gone, do me a favor. Stop listening. Come back when your motivation has started to dwindle. Because I don't want this to kind of be like, okay, these are the next steps for when my motivation dwindles. Because maybe your motivation won't. But I don't want you to be in the mindset of it's going to right um so hope to hear hear back from you um if not then great your motivation has lasted all year but either way if your motivation is not gone bye we love you okay now for the rest of us and i bet you it's majority of us that have stayed behind um once your motivation has started to dwindle and there's many reasons for this either it's a lot more difficult than we thought thought it was going to be which i mean what in life that's worth it is not difficult or we're not seeing the results as fast as what we'd like to see which um hello it's worth worth waiting and anything that's worth doing properly is going to take its time nothing happens overnight you know uh whether you're trying to grow a youtube channel and i've I'm not, but I've heard of people who were on YouTube for a long time getting like no views and then all of a sudden um, they did one viral video and they kind of like, you know, grew. Or um, I've also heard of YouTubers who who were for years and they would grow like maybe one or two a month, um, subscribers, viewers, whatever. Um, and slowly it picked up so it takes a while right or whether you're trying to lose weight and get back into shape I know it took me (laughs) it took me five years to get out of shape it's not going to take a month to get back into shape and have uh, a lifestyle change that's going to last all my life it's not I'm go- this is what it's been looking like for me it's I've been doing good bad good bad good 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 bad good 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 bad good 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 do you know what I mean and that's how it goes but the point is I pick myself up again and I keep trying um one goal that I have and it's so I've got my driver's license right uh but since getting my driver's license I've only been in a car twice where I've driven and I have this fear of driving I have no idea where it's come from I used to drive back home I used to drive shift or um, stick depending on where you're from this car now is automatic it's a lot easier I couldn't tell you what I'm afraid of I just have this like fear where I'm like I don't want to drive oh my gosh and I get anxious so that's something I'm working on And right now, in um, good old Canada, we're currently experiencing a snowstorm. So, no, it's not a good idea for me to get 
behind the wheel of a car in a snowstorm i am most likely gonna wait a couple months until the snow melts away but that doesn't mean there's nothing i can do i can work on myself mentally which is what i'm trying to do and actually something that i saw last night so um a good friend of mine gave me a book called the power of big thinking i cannot remember who the author is but get this book anyway i haven't even started reading it and it's already changed in my life let me tell you why so you know i've moved into a, a new place recently and i've been like organizing anyway all my books are kind of stacked up in one big pile um in my room they haven't exactly been packed away just yet uh and i this book happens to be on top so i picked up the book last night and just read the back i didn't even finish reading the back because i got to this one line and i'm like yes i haven't even read it yet and the one it was it was um do what you're afraid of and your fear will go away or something like that i might be paraphrasing now and i immediately thought of the driving and i'm like whoa whoa that's true if i just i'm i am afraid if i just do what i'm afraid of um eventually that fear will go away but i also realize i need to kind of work on on myself mentally and psychologically because i don't want to get into the car and be like so afraid that i want to throw up because that's not safe for me it's not safe for the other people and i know i'm a cautious driver i've always been very cautious anyway so and i can't even tell you i can't even say okay i'm afraid of i don't know this so i'll focus on this or i'm afraid of that aspect of there's just nothing specific i don't know what it is and it's it's like this cloud so what i'm doing is i'm working on mentally changing the fear of cars of driving whatever into like a love and excitement it's not gonna happen overnight but this is what i've done i've gone on to pinterest i love pinterest and i've got a board for cars right and all things cars that i think i are cute like if i see a cute car i'll pin it um i saw a cute car interior i pinned it um i saw there's this outrageous car um with like it was just diamond encrusted and i pinned it and it's just like i'm not just gonna pin cars that i'm like eh, yeah i pinned cars that make me go whoa whoa that is so cool which means if you know me i love pink i don't i know it's a cliche but i don't care i love pink so most of the cars that i'm i've pinned are pink i don't even know what most of these cars are so i don't know if they're mercedes or if they're bmws or if they i don't know i don't know i just go oh that's nice like the one the stick right um the top actually looks like a like a pink diamond it's so cool i don't know where but yeah you know and like pink interiors and and i kid you not pink wheels or pink tires for the men out there um it's the black thing that goes on the road or the woman who know like who know your cars apparently there's a difference between a wheel and a tire i couldn't tell you that i know nothing about cars but i'm just like looking going whoa because slowly i want to shift that um fear to oh, this is awesome this is cool you know and maybe this will help and i think it will actually you know but i am pinning normal cars too like the cars that i think are cute like there's um 
I think uh, Anasin Micra, Micra. There's one there. There's um, an Atos that's there too. I've got a. Oh, I'm I'm just I'm looking on it now. A 2013 Honda Fit. I know it's 2013, and right now we're in 2020, but it's just so cute. <laughs> so, see, I got normal cars too. Um, it's just yeah, you know. So that's what I'm doing. I'm working on myself psychologically. I've I've decided that I'm going to be going on Google to um, see what are some steps I can take. I, I briefly went onto Google yesterday, and apparently a lot of people once they have their drivers do develop a fear because now you're on your own. There's no like instructor driving with you saying, "Oh, turn here or turn there," or or to catch you before you make a mistake, which is what they're therefore right so you are completely on your own so apparently it's normal and apparently like the more you drive the better it is but i think i've gotten to a point where i just let it become so out of control of fear that it's like nauseating where i kind of need to calm it down to the point where i can get behind the wheel because as much as i want to drive and get it over with i don't want to be irresponsible on the road i believe that i have that responsibility Uh, And I know I'm a good driver. That's the crazy thing is I passed my drivers first time, you know. So it's like I even I even I I had parallel parking in the test. I even got that right. And that was something that um, literally it was the funniest thing. It was two lessons before my my test that I actually finally got parallel parking. It's crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And But you know what? If you are a writer and your genre is, I don't know, um, psychological thrillers, watch psychological thrillers. Um, Pinterest psychological thriller things. Sorry, I don't really know much about that genre. If your goal is to um, finish university or high school or any course that you're doing, here's a trick that, that, um, that I... I it got me through when I was at university. When there was a subject that I could not stand, right? It was just like the most boring, the most droll, the most, oh my gosh, I want this over with. I used to take a deep breath and I used to say, okay, I can either work on this and pass it well, or if I fail it, I'm going to have to retake it and I'm going to have to spend a long time with this with this subject that i hate so much and that motivated me and then find things that motivate you to um study this is what i would do i would divide my my because making notes for the exam i would divide it into 20 sections here's why 20 (laughs) and um i don't know if it'll work for everyone or not but i used to divide into 20 sections and i used to get my favorite nail polish whatever color i was feeling at the time after I made notes for once the first section, I would do one coat on one fingernail of nail polish, right? And I would keep going until each fingernail had two coats, right? And then for the top coat, I would then take the notes that I had made and divide into 10 sections. And after I had studied each section, um, I would do a paint of overcoat, you know? And you know what? That worked for me. <laughs> that honestly worked for me. So 
you know, I know other people put a chocolate there. I used to eat a lot of um, a lot of fish for the omega three, and I'm ADD, so I stick ritalin. And I know a lot of people are anti ritalin, and maybe your body doesn't react to it, or maybe my body had no adverse reactions to it. I was one of the lucky ones, and I wouldn't take it all year long, only during exams. Like now, still, I don't take it unless I need to like really really focus, um, which is like that often i'm able to focus on normal things right it's like you know yeah i don't remember the last time i took yeah so i'm one of the lucky ones that doesn't have an adverse adverse reaction with my body but if it does and you are add um speak to your doctor and he or she will give you you know will point you in the right direction i also take something called thai ginseng right um that stuff is so disgusting but it works it's like this uh, tonic um i think it's chinese if i'm not mistaken or from a chinese um origin and it's disgusting but it works and what that's supposed to do so the ritalin helped me to focus and the taijin saying what that helped me was with my memory again before you take any of this please uh speak to your doctor right come up with a plan with your doctor and i would also i would eat a ton of fish because fish is brain food another thing i would do is i would make sure that i was active right so because the more active you are uh, while you're studying you can you can actually remember so i often i used to have a gym membership and often early morning day of the exam yep day of the exam early early morning i would go to the gym i kid you not with my notes be on the bicycle um and i would just read over my notes go over my notes because while i'm being physical my uh my brain is able to remember things better so that's just like little tips if you are at university whatever hopefully it helps you too but remember with the medication uh like ritalin or thai ginseng or anything please speak to your doctor before taking it don't just self medicate um get a professional opinion I'm not a professional opinion at all. I am not a professional opinion. I cannot stress that enough. This is what I did, but it might not work for you and I don't want you to go ahead and just take the, these things without speaking to a medical professional, right? Yeah. Um also, you might find that uh, right now on like your goal, you might be faltering, you might be falling and failing a little bit. The important thing is is to pick yourself up straight away and keep going. right don't let that failure defeat you because at the end of the day you will only get stronger if you pick yourself up right think of a baby when the baby starts walking when a baby when you started walking as a baby you fell you got up and now you're walking right think about when you started talking you couldn't start talking straight away it was more like now you're talking right um which you wouldn't be at this level if you didn't keep trying if you didn't keep babbling you know um i'm pretty sure if you ask your parents or um your older siblings when you tried to talk they couldn't make out what you were saying my 3-year-old i'm able to understand 90% of what he says but there are times like i'm like what what <laughs> you know and he could give up but he still tries he's still talking and one day he's going to be talking like you and me. So 
it is important to pick yourself up. It is important to um, ignore the failure. Work, work on on what's failing. Firstly, take a list. Work on what's what's going, what's working. Carry on doing that. And the failure, I'm saying ignore it, as in emotionally ignore it. Don't like um, don't let it get to you. But if something is not working, figure out what it is that's not working, right? Uh, and then make a plan. Uh, and like for example, for me, my thing of uh, driving, there's a whole bunch of different things that I need to do to get over the fear by the time the snow goes away, goes away so I can get into the car. If I start doing everything every day, it's going to become overwhelming. So I've started with, um, with the pictures, trying to turn into love. Um, once I've got a little bit more of a, oh, this is cool, then I'm going to um, take the next step, which I know I did a Google thing, but it was me getting ahead of myself and I kind of had to pull back a little bit and then I'll do that step. And then from there, maybe I'll learn something else. And do you know what I mean? So, because if you're going to do all the five steps to get rid of one thing that's not working, you're going to be overwhelmed and you are more likely than not going to fail. Remember, this is a lifetime thing. So whether you want to be a writer, whether you want to be a YouTuber, whether you're trying to get healthier, whether you're trying to get more fit, whether um, you're trying to finish university, uh, developing good habits take time. And if you do, if you change one little thing at a time, one little thing at a time, you're more likely to have that become a part of your lifestyle, right? And that's what we want. We don't want quick, quick fixes because then you're just going to be right back where you were. You want a lifestyle change. You want to improve yourself. I want to improve myself. I want to be better than, than what I was. I want to be the best version of, of me. I know um, something that's important to me and it's something that I am I'm failing at is to have a good relationship with, with God and with Jesus Christ. It's something that... I feel so disconnected from God and I know it's my fault because I'm the one who kind of just, I ended up just kind of rambling the same prayer over and over instead of just opening my heart to God. And now it's something that I'm like, I'm struggling to do. I'm getting there, but I'm struggling. And it's, there's this um, fear that I have because I'm not connected to him. See, I just, I'm filled with fear this year. It's ridiculous. (laughs) So I'm going to, you know what? It's January. January 2020. Mama B is afraid. December 2020. Mama B is not afraid of anything. That's going to be the goal. <laughs> that is going to be the goal. But yeah. So that's what I want. I want to get close to God. I want to have a relationship with him. I remember being a kid. Um, I'd say like 12, 13. And I had such a good relationship with him. I would talk to him about the boys I had a crush on. Yeah, I used to talk to him about everything, including the boys I had a crush on. I used to just have, like, you know, girl talks with him. You know, he's not a girl, obviously, but that's what I would do. I would talk to him about any and everything. And I want to get back to that, especially because as a mom, I have to lead by example. And I want my son to have a good relationship with our Lord. And I need to do that. So now you know my goals now you know i've been so vulnerable with you guys i've never opened up this much i don't think you know about my fears and my personal goals um wow i don't know how i feel i feel vulnerable but at the same time 
I'm, I'm thankful that I have all of you. And you know what? If ever you want to email me any tips or if you think I'm, I could improve on something, let's grow together, let's help each other. My email is dearbabygirlemail at gmail.com. That's dearbabygirlemail at gmail.com. And the email is just one word. There's no hyphen or anything. Anyway, baby girl, I'll chat to you another time. Love you always, mom.